0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 169 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Philippians chapter 3 today, and our focus is on how everything is poop compared to knowing Jesus. Yes, you heard me right, not going to say it again, don't blame me for that title. It's pretty much a straight-up scripture quote, believe it or not. So we're back in the New Testament today, reading Philippians 3, and I want to welcome new listeners in Gujarat, India, parts unknown Russia, Nova Scotia, Canada, Mobile, Alabama, Columbus, Ohio, Greensboro, North Carolina... In Traverse City, Michigan. Thank you all for listening. Our goal is to get as many people as possible involved in daily Bible listening, reading, hearing, obeying, and following. So in this amazing chapter of Philippians 3, Paul writes, If anyone else thinks he has grounds for confidence in himself or in the flesh, I have more. I was circumcised the eighth day. I am of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, regarding the law, a Pharisee, regarding zeal, persecuting the church of Jesus, regarding the righteousness that is in the law, blameless, but everything that was a gain to me I have considered to be a loss because of Christ. So before Paul began following Jesus, he had a pretty incredible resume. He had an immense amount of respect among his people. He literally threw it all away. He sold everything he had, so to speak, for what? for Jesus. And and honestly, it's a pretty big trade-off. He gave up all of his prestige and his future as a top-level Pharisee, probably on the way to becoming one of the main leaders of his entire country to become a follower of a persecuted and wandering rabbi that the government had already executed for treason and blasphemy when Paul started following him. And in verse 8 of Philippians 3, Paul says, more than that, I also consider everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing the value of knowing christ jesus my lord because of him i've suffered the loss of all things and consider them filth so that i may gain christ and be found in him so paul here is sort of uh counting the costs of the decision he made spurgeon says we're always anxious to hear what a man has to say about a thing after he's tried it it's all very well to begin with eagerness but how does the venture answer after a trial And here we see, after 20 years or more of experience with Jesus, Paul had an opportunity of revising his balance sheet and looking again at his estimates and seeing whether or not his initial counting was correct. What was the issue of his latest search? How do matters stand at his last stock taking? He explains with very special emphasis, I consider all things to be loss because of the surpassing greatness of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Because of him, says Paul, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I consider them filth. Now, you need to understand here, the translators of the CSB are being very nice and gentlemanly and gentlewomanly here by using the word filth, because the word Paul actually uses in the Greek is the word skubalon, and the word is translated dung. It <laughs> usually it was often used in Greek as a common in. Uh, actually a slightly offensive term for, you guessed it, fecal matter. As such, it probably, when people would have read this in the original language, it would have shocked them. Now I'm not saying Paul's dropping a swear word here, but he is saying something that's really, really, really eye-opening here. And, uh, I think it's intended because it, the context of what Paul is saying is, is comparing what the flesh produces versus what Jesus gives. Paul says, hey, I've sold everything for Christ. Well, how's that working out for you, Paul? And he says, well, all that wonderful stuff I had, that great future, it's all scuba dung, poop, compared to knowing Jesus. That my friends, is a strong, strong endorsement. Well, let's read our chapter, Philippians chapter 3, verse 1. In addition, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. To write to you again about this is no trouble for me and is a safeguard for you. Watch out for the dogs. Watch out for the evil workers. Watch out for those who mutilate the flesh, for we are the circumcision. The ones who worship by the Spirit of God, boast in Christ Jesus, and do not put confidence in the flesh, Although I have reasons for confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he has grounds for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, regarding the law, a Pharisee, regarding zeal, persecuting the church, regarding the righteousness that is in the law, blameless. But everything that was a gain to me, I have considered to be a loss because of Christ. More than that, I also consider everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. "...because of him I have suffered the loss of all things, and consider them as dung, so that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own from the law, but one that is through faith in Christ." The righteousness from God based on faith. My goal is to know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, assuming that I will somehow reach the resurrection from among the dead. Not that I've already reached the goal or am already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I have also been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do... Forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let all of us who are mature think this way. And if you think differently about anything, God will reveal this also to you. In any case, we should live up to whatever truth we have attained. Join in imitating me, brothers and sisters, and pay careful attention to those who live according to the example you have in us. For I have often told you, and now say again with tears, that many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their stomach, their glory is in their shame, and they are focused on earthly things. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await For a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, he will transform the body of our humble condition into the likeness of his glorious body by the power that enables him to subject everything to himself. Amen. So, great chapter, right? Let's close out with some of my favorite words from Spurgeon that I've ever read. Paul here does not say that his confidence was based upon the fact that he had practiced great self-denial, that he had been a most devoted missionary of the cross of Christ. It's true that he had been beaten, stoned, shut up in prison, that he had been quite willing to lay down his life for his Lord, but he makes no mention of all that as the reason why he felt that he could not be condemned. What do you think was Paul's opinion of all the good works he had ever done and of all that he had suffered for the name of Christ? This is what he says, I count them all but dung. He could hardly have used a more opprobrious which is a word that means scornful. I had to look it up. He could hardly have used a more opprobrious word than that, that I may win Christ and be found in him. A good man, when he was dying, said that he was gathering all his good works and his bad works together in one bundle and flinging them all overboard. In his estimation, the one set of good works was about as good as the other set of bad works as a ground of confidence in the sight of God, and he meant to be rid of the all of them and put his trust somewhere else. And believe me, dear hearer, as I I stand here before you, I know whom I have believed, and I have not only a hope of eternal life, but I know that I have eternal life within my own soul. But if you ask me whether I ground my confidence of salvation upon the fact that these many years I have preached the gospel of Jesus Christ, I tell you no. I place no reliance upon my own preaching as any ground of merit in the sight of God. And if I am asked whether, having experienced much of the grace of God, I build my confidence on my experience, I answer no. In no wise, infinitely better than anything within me or of me is the rock upon which my soul rests, or else I should be resting upon a shifting quicksand which would be my destruction. On Christ and what he has done, my soul hangs for time and eternity, and if your soul also hangs there, it will be saved as surely as mine shall be, And if you are lost trusting in Christ, whoever you may be, I will be lost with you and I will go to hell with you. I must do so, for I have nothing else to rely upon but the fact that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, lived, died, and was buried, rose again, and went up to heaven and still lives and pleads for sinners at the right hand of God. And boom, that is some fantastic news to rest on, friends. Let's close with Daniel 6:23, our verse of the month for June, the king was overjoyed and gave orders to take Daniel out of the lion's den. When Daniel was brought up from the den, he was found to be unharmed, for he trusted in his God. Amen and amen. Good day, friends, and Godspeed.